This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, November 9th, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. He's known on the internet simply as Kareem. And as of now, he's spent a year in an Egyptian prison for controversial comments he made on a blog. Cato Institute senior fellow Tom G. Palmer has met Kareem and has followed his case closely. His full name is uh, Abdel Karim Nabil Soleiman, but he's known as Karim to all of his friends and uh, everyone involved in this case. And he's currently in prison with a four-year sentence uh, for some uh, really absurd charges uh, because he wrote his opinions on his blog. What are the claims against him? Well, in particular, he was uh, brought before the public prosecutor on charges of spreading information disruptive of public order, incitement to hate Muslims, and insulting the president. He had written some things on his blog about the anti-Christian riots that took place in Egypt, and in it he was uh, critical of some of the extremist uh, religious elements in Egypt. He also made some comments interpreted by some as critical of Islam, He also uh, called the president of Egypt a dictator. Uh, Such a heinous lie, he was imprisoned for four years uh, for claiming it was a a dictatorship. So uh, he's currently uh, up to his first year. November 9 will be his first year in prison. And uh, as things stand, three more to go. But we hope that the government will commute his sentence and release him. There are at least 60 people in prison around the globe specifically for what they've posted on the internet, but Kareem seems to have become something of a poster boy. Can you talk about the, the broader issue? Well, according to Reporters Without Borders, which has a worldwide press freedom index, there are 64 people in prison around the world for expressing opinions on blogs. Most are in China, uh, a number in Vietnam, and then some scattered. And Kareem is a very important figure Uh, in this context, because in Egypt, he was really the first to be punished for merely expressing an opinion on a student blog. So this is important for two reasons. One is to establish the principle of freedom of expression. He just wrote his opinions on a blog. No one should go to prison for that. And second is just to secure justice for this young one man who is suffering uh, in prison uh, for what in most countries would be considered at worst, a provocative speech. You noted in a piece in the Washington Post that you co-authored uh, that Egypt is a signatory to the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights. Well, that's right. It's a part of Egypt's treaty obligations uh, as a, a part of this covenant that they guarantee the, and I quote, freedom to speak, receive, and impart information and ideas of all kinds, regardless of frontiers, either orally in writing or in print, in the form of art or through any other media. And so our view on this and all the people involved in the Free Kareem campaign is that the Egyptian law requires that he be free, that this is a matter of uh, the Egyptian government living up to its own uh, freely accepted uh, legal obligations. So we're not making a demand of Egypt that they do anything contrary to their law. We're just uh, asking them to fulfill their own legal requirements and release this young man. What is the likelihood that he will be released from prison? Well, we don't know at this point. It really depends on the 
uh, actions of the Egyptian government, and we think to a substantial degree that depends on how they think they're perceived around the world. Anyone listening to a Cato Institute podcast obviously values freedom, or they wouldn't be signing up for a Cato Institute materials. And what I would encourage people to do is to take a positive step for liberty. It only take a few minutes of your time. Go to www.freekareem, F-R-E-E-K-A-R-E-E-M, Dot .org and you can click on the little button that says what you can do. You can send letters to the Egyptian authorities, to the president of Egypt, and all the information is there, the email address, the fax number, the address, to the ambassador in your country, certainly it's easy in the case of the US and to the United Nations, uh, permanent representation of Egypt. We encourage people to be respectful. Uh, we don't want to make a situation worse and uh, inflammatory or abusive letters would probably just end up with his situation being worsened. But respectful letters that say, we urge you to correct this mistake, to live up to Egypt's legal obligations as a signatory to a number of international treaties. Uh, We think that this will have a positive impact. We know that it has already gotten the attention around the world and of the Egyptian authorities. And so we encourage people to keep up the pressure in a dignified way. Tom G. Palmer is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read the op-ed he co-authored entitled Freedom for an Egyptian Blogger and Free Thinker. It's available at our website, cato.org.